Good evening, everybody. I'm Mark. And I'm Britton. And today we're going to talk about something very, very extra special and one, it's Project Alf. Yeah, let's... Let's just call it what it is. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that this is going to be a bad episode. I, I insist you stick around because there's some really funny stuff in this. I promise you that. I'm not overhyping it. He's not talking to you guys. He's talking to me because yeah. I'm about to leave. Yeah, yeah. He's. I already see him. He's got his hat on and everything. Yep. Uh, but yeah, suitcase. Ah, let's just get started. And uh, uh, Britain, you know what's coming. Uh, I know. Why don't uh, you please tell the folks <clears throat> everything that happened in Project Alf? Uh, I'll do my best uh, because I get the feeling that uh, I. The end of the series, uh, when Alf got cancelled, I'm sure there was some kind of cliffhanger. There was. Uh, wherein he gets captured by the government. Yep, that's what happens. Uh, I, I, I'd assume that, but it was not in- it was not really implied. For all we know, government- or, uh, Alf is just a government prisoner. Mm-hmm. And, uh... If you know nothing about Alf going into this, uh, then yeah, you would be like, what? Why what is Alf- why- why is Alf in the military? Why is he in jail? Yeah. <laughs> what did he do? What didn't he do? Like, I see him all the time on commercials for, like... Oh, gosh, those old commercials for, like, 101010321. Oh, God, that's right. Yeah, he right. used to be on one of those commercials, and people would be like, That was work release! <laughs> so, anyway, um, before you begin, tell us what happened in this movie. Uh, so, the... The, the, the movie starts with this kind of inquiry panel through the, uh, through the... Uh, through the military, where they kind of, uh, kind of go over what uh, the the successes or different failures of Project Alf, and and how it's kind of coming along. Pretty much a status briefing, and we have uh, the I guess the bad guys uh, played by who's Ma- Martin it? Sheen. Martin Sheen of all Martin people. Martin Sheen. Yeah, that's Pre- President Kennedy, you idiot. Same difference. Uh, but yeah, Martin Sheen yeah, plays... Yeah, Martin Sheen, and that's pretty much the biggest name, other than the guy who plays Alf himself. And uh... Yeah, I mean, Martin Sheen <clears throat> is a notable name, the... Oh, we also have that other guy. Yeah, uh, know, Miguel we Ferrer. Yeah, who's in everything, but we just... We don't know... Uh, he, he, he pops up everywhere, but it's usually a bit part. He is... Um, the easiest way for... The thing that I recognize him as is, um... He is Bob Morton from RoboCop. He's the yeah. uh, shitty uh, business guy, you know. He, but he's a good, he, he's a good actor, and I yeah, like him. I like, I like him. to see him whenever he pops up in things. And uh, he is, uh, well, we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. There's a second team of the good guys who, who are more in charge of uh, assessing. Alf on a psychological basis or or on a health basis, whether or not he's uh, batshit insane or mm. or a healthy person to integrate to society, and uh, I think they concluded that on a steep curve, he he is not a danger. <laughs> uh, so, but so there's this kind of uh, a, a conundrum between the two teams where. Uh, Martin Sheen says, uh, "No, he's a de- he's a he's a menace to society, and he should be put away forever." And the other team that says he's just an asshole, but he's fine. Yeah. And uh, and uh, so the uh, the inquiry panel, you know, pretty much says, "All right, well, we'll come back next week and see what the big hullabaloo is about." And uh, the Martin Sheen in secret says, "All right, we're going to kill Alf." 
And the other panel says, okay, well, he's going to kill Alf, so we need to get him out of here. We need to we need to save Alf. Yeah, and and uh, the, the other team, the good guys, yeah. they, they didn't see the first 10 minutes of Project Alf. If they had, they would have been like, yeah, that's fair. That tracks. Go ahead and yeah, kill him. Yeah. And, uh, and basically now it's just a... They're trying to get Alf to safety, and they take him to Miguel Ferrer's compound. Yeah, and um, uh, he he's kind of like this big... I, I guess you would say a whistleblower. Like, uh, he, he's been with NASA since the 70s or something or other. He was going, going to be an astronaut in one of the Apollo teams before uh, he kind of blew the whistle that there's, there's aliens out there and, and UFOs, and, UFOs and, stuff. and the government should be, should be really a lot more uh, transparent about that. And he kind of retired in shame from it. And he, you know, he's made a, a fortune himself. And, Somehow. And he's, uh, he's going to expose Alf to the world via you know, teleconference. Yeah. And... That that's about it. They the government come there. Here come here we be spoiling. So yes. if you didn't want to see the end of Al, if you wanted to wait to see the end of Project Alf, uh, then don't listen to this part. But, I am Iron Man. Yes, <laughs> he is Iron Person, and uh, well, it's weird because Alf uh, or the guy M yeah. Miguel Ferrer, he was in Iron Man three. He was the vice president. Was and he? I, yeah, and I like to believe that's kind of funny. I like to believe that it's the same character that this exists in the Alf continuity because there are aliens in oh yeah in uh, the MCU. So why not Alf? Um, I think it should be known right now. I think before we go too much further in, yeah, uh, I should warn everybody that first of all, this movie was a made-for-TV movie. Yeah, uh, and it's very it was it's the most made-for-TV movie. Uh, you'll ever see with all the the movie breaks and commercial breaks and everything. Yeah. Um, it is available on YouTube. No one has claimed the copyright to it. I had this as a kid. I saw it on TV and that's I taped sad. it, and oh, no. that's that was pretty much my introduction to Alf. But it also, kind of, I also want to talk about the like second part, which was the cliffhanger for Alf, which I remember watching as a kid because it was in syndication, and you know I used to watch yeah. it when I was younger. And the last e episode of Alf, you know. Uh, ends with uh, a cliffhanger says to be continued where he's trying yeah. to go back to Milmac <clears throat> and as I he's Milmac exploded there's a there he's about to get on a spaceship and go quote unquote home or at least be oh, with yeah. his own kind and uh, as the spaceship's about to beam him up the government surrounds him you know uh, military jeeps and everything oh really and he looks around he's like well uh Will anyone mind if I have a, a cappuccino? Or he says something like that. Yeah. And then it's to be continued. And I remember being like, wow, this is cool. And seeing it the next day, because they did it in order. And the next day it was the first episode. Oh, and I was always like, no. Huh. I wonder what happened. So it was like, because they were expecting the full well to come back. And even to, I guess, grease those wheels, they were like, well, and on a cliffhanger. <laughs> They'll never cancel they... a show on a cliffhanger. <laughs> that That's almost a, uh, that, that, that's almost a, hubris moment like uh you're almost cursing your own show <laughs> to end it on a cliffhanger like that and this was the to be continued it was project yeah. alf and uh before we really dive into this i do yeah. want to say one thing which was i loved this movie as a youngster i thought it was funny because it was alf you know as yeah, you've made enough excuses as an adult it's really not bad it's it it's it's Alf. If you like Alf, you'll probably enjoy this because Alf is still being Alf. Yeah, Alf himself, uh, it, it, he's all right. 
Like uh, he he still stands. He still stays on brand as as this uh, topical uh, quip uh, quip giving uh, Muppet. Yeah, but it, it there there are times where the movie does date itself. Yeah, the, one of my favorites is when Alf says that I'll contact you with the on the internet. Yeah, and it's like guys, this was, was 1996, and I was like, leave him a message on the internet. That's what yeah, it, was. I think it was. Yeah, and. Like, this is 1996, now there's clearly an internet, but it was yeah. brand new, and it was like, well, it wasn't, but you know, in, yeah. in popular, you know, availability and everything like that, like in terms of the mainstream, that's when the internet really first started becoming mainstream. Yeah, like, uh, 96 was around that time where America Online, you can get a free, uh, like, 300 hour disc in your, in your tub of oatmeal yeah like these <laughs> cds were everywhere so uh i i guess that was more for the uh like the that was more of a grandma joke like oh i've heard of the internet before oh they sometimes leave messages on the internet for each other so internet was at the very least in 1996 still yeah kind of new so I think that most people were explore you know heard the term were starting to explore it but yeah i don't think people really understood what it really was, so yeah. a comment like that would just be kind of like, Oh, the internet, that's a thing I know, oh, okay. I, that being said, I don't really understand why they, they went with internet, like, the, the entirety of the internet. And not like, everyone knew what an email was at that point. In 1996? Uh, I would say so. I'm not 100% sure because, I mean, maybe us, because we kind of grew up with that, but I, I remember around that time them having, like, uh... There's like bloopers or outtakes from like morning show people where you know they were talking about emails and they just didn't fundamentally get yeah. it. And it was around the same it was like '96 and like they just didn't understand and they weren't old people like we are. You know yeah. they were young people like our age. I, I, I don't know. I, I if you uh if you understand the the joke of uh, leave a message on the internet enough. Uh, to get what the internet is. I think if you heard of the internet, you know what an email is. Yeah, I don't know. In, the 1990, know so? in 1996, like, that is a... Like, you're thinking too, too further along, brain. Like, uh, I was 11 at the time, you know. Let's see. Uh, at that time, I knew what an email... I knew what he... At that time, I had my own email. Uh, 11 or 12? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. I... Yeah, I, uh... That joke was perfect for me because we didn't have the internet, you know? I didn't oh, know yeah. what the internet was when I was 11. I mean, I, I knew I knew of it. I knew it was a word. Yeah, I, I, I don't get me wrong. I had an email address that was empty. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't have it. I didn't have any anyone any sending. Contacts. Yeah. <laughs> like, you were just waiting. Like, you were waiting for spam. Like, come on, send me, send me something. Like, I might have every once in a while, I might have had a friend. Uh, who also had an email address, and we might send each other an email and then get bored after the first email, because... Why? We could just talk later at school. It was like, because, you know, 1996, I was in sixth grade. Yeah. And we had, you know, uh, you, you know, you went to the same school as me. They had, like, the computer courses. Yeah. Where you could send, I guess, emails, but there were more like the, messages. messages yeah. yeah. And I used to... I, I remember thinking it was kind of cool, although I my big, stupid, mushy brain didn't understand. Yeah. So I always had trouble in a computer class. Really? Uh, yeah. I, I always had trouble, and uh, 
and like typing was fine. I would I could be a good secretary, but once uh, yeah. <laughs> once we started getting a little bit more past the nitty gritty, it was just like my brain would shut down. I'd be like, I don't understand the internet. Who do you think I am, Britain? Though <laughs> <laughs> so that you bring uh, that is a funny. Um, it's kind of surprising you bring up that class because I had a uh, kind of a weird experience. Uh, I, I, I can't say it's quite bullying. But I can't say it wasn't either. There, you know, because uh, uh, I don't know if you did this, but in our class we had to bring the the uh, the handkerchiefs. Yes, yes. Yeah, you, you, uh, your... you put it over your hands so you're not what you know looking at where your hands are tied. So you have the home row keys. Yeah, and uh, and every once in a while I would uh, I would uh, be a little prankster and pretend to blow my nose uh, with my handkerchief, <laughs> but you know, I, I was just joking around, and everyone knew that. Yeah. Uh, but there was this kid next to me, uh, he would live, he lived in the same apartment complex as, as me, and, uh, we'd talk every once in a while, and he, uh, he was joking around with the girl sitting to the, to the right of me, saying, like, oh, Britain blew his nose into his rag, and then he wiped it all over your keyboard, and blah, 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 you know, just really building up that yeah. I was this disgusting person, <laughs> and most people would get it that it's a joke, but she, she did not, she did not. and I, I kind of was kind of ignoring the whole thing, like, ah, uh, like, she'll, it'll click in her head, like, soon she'll get it. And she wasn't, and uh, she was just getting angrier and angrier until she spit on me. <laughs> I have a similar story um, where I was in computer class, yeah. and like I, this this ape who sat next to me would always pretend to blow his nose on a handkerchief and put it on there. <laughs> so I told the girl next to him what was going on, and like we both spit on this kid. It was funny. It was great. That's funny. No, uh, so we're going back to to Project Alf um, because this movie does require. Uh, some attention to it. Uh, yeah. I already, I've already set the stage where it was a made-for-TV movie, and which was fitting because it was a made-for-TV show, and um, yeah. and they had they were just making this movie, I guess, to fill in the end of the show, which is kind of yeah. like I understand that Alf is a big. They mentioned a hundred times in the show or in the movie, but Alf is a big money maker with merchandise and things like yeah. that. And he probably was still at this point because it was only five years since the, you know, at this point, like since the show ended. Oh, like in the eighties, there was there was cars everywhere that had the uh, suction cup Alf on the window. Yeah, and exactly. And the, the little plush figurines yeah. and everything that you get at the carnival. I, I think was, there was a Teddy Ruxpin esque Alf doll, wasn't there? Back oh, in the day, I'm not, there might have been. I'm not sure. It's pretty funny. He was in the uh, All Stars, uh, the, uh, the cartoon, cartoon All Stars. But um, but my point is, is like that's kind of very nice of a TV show because usually when a show ends on a cliffhanger or there's more story left to tell that never gets resolved, yeah, like that's it. Sorry, like if you like Firefly, you're not yeah. getting another season. Although they did do a Project Alpha and made a movie about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, they they did try to wrap up some as many loose ends as possible and i guess they were doing the same thing with project elf and it's weird to think that of all the tv shows for them to look at and be like this deserves something to end it with you know yeah this deserves uh, some closure like they just threw the dart and landed on alf it's the only reason i can think of that they really wanted to you know make some more uh alf merchandise or uh or not merchandise, uh, like pro programs. Like the only thing I could think of is that uh, when they canceled Elf, there was a 
big, probably, uh, it was probably a big pushback by the, the viewers. And it's another case where the, of course, the executives know better than, uh, than the people at, when, in regards to what they want to watch. Yeah. So they, uh, pe- there was probably a, this is pure speculation on yeah, my I'm point. I'm guessing because I don't think there was anybody watching ALF, but go ahead. Really? You don't think there <laughs> no, was no, anybody? I, I, I think, I think it was ALF was more popular as a figurehead than uh, as a show. Because I, I, I don't know. ALF was pretty big. Like, there's a picture of, uh, there's a picture of uh, uh, Eminem wearing an Elf shirt as a as a kid. <laughs> Don't say it. he's gonna beat us up. I know, but, but I'm, I'm we'll, get him on the po- point. we'll get him on the podcast. You know, like all right, you beat us up. That was pretty cool. You want to be on our show now? Oh, well, I think I have an obligation now. <laughs> My impersonation of Eminem is Karth from Wayne's World. <laughs> I think I should be on there. I, I think be- I get an obligation now. I, I roughed you up pretty good, you know? <laughs> um, mine was Mr. Rogers. <laughs> uh, so I I think the main reason this movie was made was because ALF never really went away, um, but I do think that there was a lot of merchandise that whoever, whoever owned yeah. the rights to ALF was making. Like, they were like, oh man, it's through the roof. The cartoon all-stars, all the stuff that we're doing, like, we are still making money with ALF, Alf merchandise, and then it probably started to, you know, to go down, like all popular yeah. fads do. And somebody somewhere looked at an ALF doll and said, there is still money to be made here. Well, I, I, it does make me wonder if they canceled the ALF TV show in lieu of the ALF cartoon. Hmm. Because I, I think that's where the ALF cartoon from Cartoon All-Stars yeah, was based off. It was because ALF in the show never wore a yellow shirt. Yeah, you know? in fact, now that I think about it, like, ALF didn't fly either <laughs> in the uh, in the regular show. Um, so, I definitely, it also goes back to like the Simpsons joke where, you remember ALF? He's back in yeah. hog form, but I, I think they were trying to basically do a soft reboot on the idea of ALF to the world as a, you know, as another money-making scheme, because yeah. right after this, uh, as I said before, there was, like, commercials with him in it, you know, there was just ALF, not everywhere, but ALF had more of a a bit of a small comeback after this, yeah, that, if you call being in commercials a comeback. Yeah, then again, that that is, in regards to The Simpsons, that is awfully the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> like you, you have to think uh, how many, how much merchandising, uh, whatever, how many, however much merchandising the Alf did was eclipsed by the Simpsons. <laughs> like you gotta think about the Simpsons is uh, how many Bart Simpson dolls were there? Like there was definitely Simpsons pogs, you know. So oh yeah, um, but also it's kind of crazy to think that the Simpsons is still a, I know, still a a financial money maker in yeah. terms of merchandise and stuff. For some reason. I'm a big Simpsons fan, but even I know, like, wow, people are still buying Simpsons merchandise now. Like, like the the oddly enough, I would say the uh, resurgence of the Simpsons is less. It has less to do with the television and more about memes. Yeah, um, Simpsons are still huge in the meme community. I guess that's true. Like, people still want to get uh, Simpsons merchandise because it, they they've. Just, just bless them. They found a way to invade another generation yeah. and to hit them where they want. Like yep. they got, they got our generation by being on the television, and they're still yeah. on the television for 
anyone who cares, and I do think that the newest seasons are still pretty good. Um, definitely not what they used to be, but still pretty good. Uh, but they know they're not going to get the younger generation this way. Although I don't think they're making the memes of themselves. They've just no, like because you, you, you have to think. Like you think for a moment they would they knew uh, they would know that the the steamed hams bit would be as big of a sensation as it turned out to be. No, not. I mean, I think they thought it was going to be funny, but there was no way they were thinking. Imagine if we chopped and edited this in a thousand different ways, guys. Yeah. Who would watch that? A lot of people. <laughs> over and over. Like, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not innocent. I've, I mean, I don't make my own Simpsons, you know, memes or anything like that. But yeah. like, when I see a new steamed ham thing pop up, I will check it out if it looks interesting. Like steamed hams, only they're all. Skinner or something yeah. dumb like that, you know, like, okay, let's see what you got. Yeah, and uh, it, it, it's also fun seeing uh, jokes that we grew up with, knowing the origin of the jokes, and just seeing how the uh, the other generations interpret them. Like, uh, for example, Homer Simpson walking through the bushes, yeah. uh, a lot uh, Terminator 2. And a lot of people, like I would, I would see the uh, that clip and you know what it means to the younger generation in terms of its meme status and just how little people understand the origin of the joke. Like I can guarantee you that most people who who meme that that joke and use that, which is still a funny meme. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Like if they were, even if they were to watch the full scene in context, I don't think they would get that it was a Terminator Two because I don't think enough. Uh, this is gonna sound crazy, but I don't think enough of the younger generation has seen Terminator 2. I, I would agree. Uh, uh, we did our best. Yeah, like it's... I, I think it's probably a lot... Uh, I don't think uh, kid, you know, kids of the next generation from ours uh, grew up uh, watching a lot of R-rated movies like we did. That's true, and like I know, uh, I know I've personally shown people of that next generation i've shown yeah. them this you know terminator 2 just because i'm like how could you not seen this like this yeah. is this was when movies were at the pinnacle it was you know? the gilded age of film and you know things are like this is the peak things only get worse from here guys yeah like oh because I, I, I showed the first uh, couple uh, to somebody who'd never seen it at the poll and they liked yeah. them and they're like oh there are are there others it looks like there's a terminator 3 here and i was like no, 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 no. You don't have to. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, one. yeah. It stops at two. <laughs> it seems like they're still making these movies. Well, it stops at two. <laughs> if you really want to have more Terminator stuff, watch the TV show. But stop there. You know, uh, the Even first season of the t <laughs> the first season of the TV show. Yeah, the TV show stops at one. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Alf was a, you know Alf was a big money maker. Nowhere near. Yeah. The moneymaker uh, as The Simpsons, but you know, in the eighties, eighties, uh, hey, <laughs> Alf was a well, it was a good moneymaker back then, you know, huh? Uh, he he was uh, he was yeah, he was uh, especially for uh, what channel was what the hell channel yeah, was I, it? I, that? I, was that ABC? Uh, it definitely wasn't Fox. That's all I know. Yeah, he's afraid of Fox. Yeah, he it's uh, the show was definitely um, like a, a standard. Uh, like, I think it was a primetime television show. Yeah, I think it was. And it was just... It was a different time in the 80s where, like, you could put on telly and you're like, Oh, here's Alf. We're gonna yeah. watch that tonight. But 
I guess people did it. You know, I watched the TV show and it's okay. It's fine. It's not a show that I would, you know, I've watched the show since I've been older, I should say. And it's okay. It's not great. Yeah, it's, but yeah I'm beginning to wonder if TV has ever been good. <laughs> sure. There's a, there's a Simpsons. Okay. In the golden age of the Simpsons. Yeah. That was, that was it. And that's all. Uh, let's see. TV... I'm assuming you mean comedies and not hour-long dramas, because... Yeah, well, hour-long dramas have, have have been around since almost time immemorial on the television. I would say... I'd say sitcoms probably around the same time, because... Yeah. Like, you know, Ozzy and Harriet were, what, in the 50s? Yeah, same with uh, uh, Lucy... Uh, I Love Lucy. Mm -hmm. And But then also, at the same time, you'd have your... Your honeymooners, or, or I meant hour-long dramas like you'd have your Gunsmoke or your or Bonanza, Dragnet or Dragnet or yeah. something long. Something. So, uh, yeah, there's always I guess TV at first was probably just for information, and then kind of just delve into all right, we got your dramas, we got your you know your comedies, yeah. and they're not going to be good for a hundred years. There yeah. might be some good stuff in the early '90s, but that's about it. I I think once the '70s came, that's when. Uh, the big shift into what is and isn't entertainment started to happen. You know, that's actually, it's very interesting that you bring up the idea that because, like, I'm racking my brain uh, saying, like, oh, there was definitely good TV shows, you know, even oh, yeah. back then, and I'm like, Saved by the Bell, that's a good one. I'm like, well, no. That was the 90s. No. I meant, yeah, that's what I mean, like, in general, like, what oh, would yeah. you consider a good half-hour-long comedy? Half-hour-long comedy back in the in the a any yeah, early nineties, early nineties. Because like in the seventies, they had good ones like Sanford and Son, Jeffersons, yeah. Brady Bunch. Brady. <laughs> oh, I, I was going to say more uh, Three's Company, but yeah, Bewitched, things like that. Uh, but half-hour-long comedies in the nineties that were that were more geared towards. Not not kids. A fun but, for all ages. Uh, but yeah, something like that. I know uh, you have news radio, which was okay. Huh. I, I don't even remember that. That Phil Hartman it had it? Phil Hartman had uh, a, what what's his name who does the podcast now? Uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's in it. Really? I yeah. was just kidding. <laughs> no, he's it. He's in it. Uh, the, one of the guys from uh, the kids in the hall. Okay. Uh, David Dave uh, Foley. Dave Foley and. I, Andy Dick. Have you seen this show recently? I haven't, but it, I do know of this show. I was gonna say it's probably like this isn't a dream. I, and I know the show you're talking about, but it's probably one of those shows that you go back and rewatch and be like, "Yeah, no, now this is crap." What was it, that, it, Andy Dick? What was I thinking? It, it kind of was crap, and it also had the uh, uh, "You stole my stapler." Guy in oh it. really? Yeah, it was an all-star cast. Yeah, it had a it had a pretty big cast in it, and uh, yeah, but it, it was only okay. Like it wasn't the like to me. Phil Hartman was the uh, was kind of the the staple of the show. Well, of he was he was kind of the Ted Knight of the uh, you know of Mary Tyler Four Mary Tyler Mary Tyler Four uh, yeah Mary Tyler Ford <laughs> Mary Tyler Ford. she was President Ford's first wife come to Mary Tyler Ford for your the, the, uh, for the rootinest tootinest savings on a, uh, a whatever the hell we call our trucks these days I it turns out that uh, I'm gonna have to check myself into the Mary Tyler Ford clinic. <laughs> It's like it's where like really upbeat people go to deal with their, their smack addiction. <laughs> uh, but no, it's kind of that 
that is a funny concept that uh, I know you love news radio apparently but uh, like you think of early 90s TV shows I can't think of any real standouts that was is Murphy Brown uh, 80s or 90s or was it, it, it one was, of those transitionary it was a transitionary thing I'm sure it was fine I know a lot of people it, liked it, was, it. A, it was a big deal yeah I, 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 that show was it was on the it was everywhere mm-hmm. I remember I remember it was a very popular show, and yeah. I remember as a youngster, I didn't think it was funny, but I think it was also dealt with more, you know, political oh, yeah. satire and things like that. Yep. So I could probably go back now and watch it and be like, yeah, this is fine, you know? Yeah. Well, like, Frasier was the 90s as well. Ah, Fra- I guess when you really think about 90s sitcoms, uh, NBC had the, the big three. Yeah, Frasier, Frasier Seinfeld, Seinfeld, and Friends. Yep. Those were the big three, and... Oh, don't worry about that noise. I I like both... I like all three of them for varying degrees. Friends, I immediately find just okay. Uh, it is the quintessential, nothing else is on, and this is not the worst way to deal with half an I, hour. I watched that show while getting a root canal. <laughs> <laughs> so there is not much... Uh, in terms of good first impressions, I have like there, it's this, but not every episode of Friends is root canal worthy. I I saw two episodes while getting the <laughs> getting, getting the root canal, so I at least have two points of data determining that the show Friends is at least as tolerable or worse than a root canal. <laughs> it's. You know what? That's your opinion. That's fine. I yeah. I can I can say that I don't think Friends is root canal level, but of the big three, it is my least favorite. I merely think it's okay. It is not. You know, it is. It, it's it's worth a watch if there's really nothing else on. It's not going to hurt you. You'll get a few chuckles, and it won't be root canal pain. But Britain has a different opinion. Well, the uh, the choice was I could either watch Friends. Or I could pay attention to the root canal, and I opted to w- pay attention to the root canal. <laughs> I paid more attention to the root canal occurring than the friends. I imagine it was one random joke by like uh, uh, by I don't even know their name Matt 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 LeBlanc or something. I, I think know. he's one of them. Yes. Yeah, and uh, it was just, could you be any more of a Joey? And you were like, nope. That's it. I will focus on the pain. Uh, it makes me feel alive where this show kills me inside. I hate this show. Ah, oh, thank God. <laughs> the nerves are still active. <laughs> this show is just the worst. What else is on? Ah, oh, tooth pain. Yeah. I can I can understand this. This is something I could wrap my head around. Whatever the, whatever they're blowing out their ass on that screen that is that is just scary let's, and foreign to me let's see what's going on in the show we were on a break back to the pain ah uh, <laughs> uh, like oh <laughs> uh, uh, thank you doctor Whew. doc good are you sure you don't want more novocaine oh no, yes no 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 more novocaine i'm I, fine it looks like it's uh it's pretty painful oh yes but it's the only thing keeping me here <laughs> Oh, wow, we got a gusher here. Oh, that's a lot of blood. Uh, oh boy. Here, just, just watch Friends before you pass out. No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Actually, I imagine it would be a slight dribble, and then something happens on Friends, like, like, wow, this is blah, 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 blah. 
because your blood pressure is just, just skyrockets. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Mr. Are you, uh, Mr. Britton, are you are you all right? Are you get the shit off the television? <laughs> Turn it off. Turn it off. All right, we have C-SPAN. Oh. oh, thank you. Oh, sorry, it was C-Hunt. Oh. <laughs> What's that? That was a show from the early 90s. It was like an hour-long drama, I think. I, I can't be 100% certain because <laughs> because my my mind is uh, is not what it used to be. Uh-huh. But I think it was a... This is going to make it sound awesome. I think it was a show that took place in like a SeaWorld type place. All right. And the dolphin and the guys would solve mysteries? That's, uh, I think you're thinking of Sea Quest. Hmm. And that had River Phoenix in it. Was it from the early 90s? It, the it was, it was, I think it was in the, like, very early to mid 90s. Okay. Uh, there was a dolphin that had, like, some kind of headgear on so that you could, uh, translate what it was saying. So maybe it was, and yeah, maybe it was I, I think the guy from, uh, Jaws was in it. Oh, okay. The shark? No. The, uh, the, the guy who thinks they might need a bigger boat. Yeah, the shark. No, the, not the shark. <laughs> the, uh, I forget his name. Roy Scheider. Yeah, I think Roy Scheider was in it. He just can't stay away from the war. He did that instead of Jaws 4. Hey, you know, I think that might have been a better move. No. <laughs> Jaws 4. You hear it here, folks. You heard it here first, folks. Jaws 4 is not that bad. It's not as bad as Jaws 3. Yeah, but is it better than Sequest? Probably would have made it more money than Sequest. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Like, like it's. I know the dolphin was a mascot. I don't know his name. I don't know his name. But on I it. know it was like a, a. That was the thing that people knew from the show. The um, talking dolphin. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember there were jokes about it on The Simpsons, and like, oh, the dog from Frasier's gonna ride the dolphin from Sequest, which I guess I thought was Sea Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> Sea uh, Hunt is is the prequel to this. It was before they were uh, before they were solving mysteries and said the dolphin and his friends were like they were hunting other. Uh, There's like ten most wanted criminals in the Sea World, and so they were it's hunting what, them down. So it's what Dog the Bounty Hunter with dolphins. Yes, that would be pretty cool. And uh, just I'm, a dolphin with a bright blonde mullet. Uh, that that's what that's what the uh, the helmet is. It has a yeah. bright blonde mullet on it, and they they solve crime or they 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 bounty hunt. And there's like a top ten list, and uh, like they're all animals, like the shark from Jaws, you know, yeah. orca from the movie Orca, you know, things like that. So so they're all they're all villainous characters in various uh, various uh, I guess sea monster movies. Kind of yeah, um, Flipper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Flipper, who I imagine was framed for his crime, is uh, a, a crossover event. I guess, because I always thought Flipper was just supposed to be Lassie with a dolphin. It is. So, uh, it's it's funny to think that he got, uh, he's... It was the, drug smuggling. There was a... Yeah. <laughs> I, he would, uh, he, the, uh, he would strap a bunch of, uh, cigars on him from Cuba and swim, <laughs> swim to Florida. And, uh, like he... Like they, they they needed him because of all the uh, you know because of all the laws of uh, trade and, oh, and yeah. things like that and 
That's where that's. But it turned out it wasn't the real Flipper. It was his cousin wearing a mustache. <laughs> his cousin Flapper. Yeah, but it looked exactly like him, like Patty Duke. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Except he had a mustache. Or or like a Flexo, where yeah. he just has a <laughs> just a beard, li- little goatee. Um, imagine in this show that the number one person on the list, the series finale, yeah. is like Triton or uh, Aquaman or something like <laughs> Triton, like the uh, is Poseidon. Yeah, Poseidon. That's a good one. Like that is the the main the main thing that, uh, or maybe man. No, Poseidon's funnier. Uh, and I, I imagine it's like yeah, it's Poseidon, but it's more it, it's less about uh, you you're polluting my sea. To uh, more than it is, you guys owe me back rent for using this spot without. Because I think I think it was an under underwater base, wasn't yeah. it? He owns the sea. You yeah. Know. So whoever, whoever, I'm guessing it's the National Science Foundation that uh, that runs this whole uh, under underwater laboratory. So I'm guessing there's a big legal battle between the federal government and Poseidon <laughs> over uh, unpaid debts and. Uh- like, because as far as the United States government's concerned, like, we own that land. And besides, like, you may own the land, but the water you don't. I, I, I imagine it's more like, all right, these are these are international waters, Mr. Poseidon. Uh, we technically there is no one who holds jurisdiction there and, can, and therefore cannot own it. And Poseidon says, well, here's the thing. I literally own... All of the land, all of the... Now, do you think that the reason the government, again, in this, in our fantasy mind, yeah. um, put this base on international waters is not so they could do whatever they want, but also more of a, we don't have to pay taxes to Poseidon on this, like, because they know, they clearly know well about Poseidon. Uh, I, I want to say the, the reason they chose the spot is because maybe there's some natural resource uh, that they're they're looking to exploit. Unobtainium. Uh, 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 yeah, like... That that's the real reason they're there, and the uh, the show itself with all the science and stuff. That's the that's the front. Like uh, it's a, it's really a like a uranium mine that's that's uh, <laughs> that's under 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 the sea that they're mining out. But they'll 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 throw a few bucks towards these. Uh, oh, you wanna you wanna have your dolphin talk? Sure, have your dolphin talk. <laughs> like in my head. Um... The reason that Poseidon's on this, the number one on this uh, bounty hunter list is yeah. it's a hit job by the government because Poseidon does have a claim to this land. Yeah. And as long as the sea hunt or the, the sea hunt crew go and kill him, yeah. um, they no longer would have to pay that. that uh, yeah. And don't get me and don't get me wrong. Like uh, Poseidon is a bit of a. Uh, a bit of a shyster as well, you know, really racking up the uh, the cost to rent because at the end of the day, the fish aren't paying anything, <laughs> and uh, like he has all this land that's being taxed and no income. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, th- of course, thirty billion dollars a month sounds awfully expensive, but he has he has a lot of bills from other countries who need taxes too. So. In my, uh, as this goes along, I imagine series finale of Sea Hunt. They, <laughs> they, they, they come close to, they come face to face with Poseidon. Yeah. There's, you know, your typical battle, and then they learn all this information. Like, no, this is the, you know, the United States government put me on this list because yeah. X, Y, you know, because they don't want to pay their things, and then they confront the NSF about it, and the NSF, you know, 
releases their funding completely, and that's why they become. That's why they have to start working at this. Uh, the mine. Yeah. Well, no, they. No, this is where Sequest starts, where they're working at the oh, amusement okay. park, because to them, like they're out of work. And Poseidon doesn't want anything to do with them. The government don't want anything to do with them, and they're just trying to pay bills now. Wait, so it is? It was an amusement park in I, the uh, in I, the show. I have no idea. I've never seen Sequest. Oh, uh, in my head, I just think it is. I, I think it's more of just a research. Vessel. It is still the research vessel. Uh, I, I don't remember uh, other than Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, and I mean, uh, River I mean River Phoenix. Phoenix. I, I only think that uh, he, I think that was the only kid. I never saw anyone else have. You know, come in and have fun in the park. <laughs> like, I I guess I shouldn't describe a show I've never seen where it's, oh, cool, Sequest. They just work at a park and solve mysteries. <laughs> I guess my version makes it sound shitty. And not only that, you guy even got the name of the show wrong. I know. Uh, sea Hunt. <laughs> sea Hunt, the prequel to Sequest. You know, they're, they're hunting people in the sea now. <laughs> so, I... I, I do imagine that, uh, well, America doesn't recognize the the authority of uh, Poseidon and uh, his ownership of the seas and oceans. I imagine the UN does, and yes. that, that that causes some friction between the countries. Um, the yeah, uh, he's Poseidon is internationally recognized. Yeah, uh, America just doesn't want to pay. But come on, Mister UN. <laughs> 30 billion a month? That seems like a lot. Well, move it closer to, uh... Well, move it back to your land. We don't want to move it back to our land. We want to build it by the... The uh, international waters. Well, the god Poseidon is recognized by the UN Council as a sovereign person uh, in charge of a, the sovereign nation of all the oceans. Well, I guess we're out of the UN, then. You started the UN! <laughs> and now we're gonna pull out. Hold on a second, sidebar. We can't do that. He controls the tides. What if we control the tides? They just tried it. Nuclear war. Raise the oceans. Yeah, yeah. All right. We are. We would like to hear from Poseidon here. Oh. <laughs> How would Poseidon come in? Like, would he just kind of? He would ride in on a wave. He would with a guy with a guy with a janitor with a mop behind him. <laughs> like, there's a wave everywhere he goes. Yeah. And but he's wearing like a three-piece suit. Yeah, it, but it's made of like seaweed and mm -hmm. shells, and it looks like a real three-piece suit, just made of ocean. He's like, hello, hello, everybody, how's it going? So, um. We're going to control the tides from now on. Yeah, our, our scientists say that we can do that. We have that capability. No, I don't. No, no, we have that capability. We're going to do that. We're, we're going to control the tides, and you, Poseidon, you can, you can, you're out of the UN. Does, does the UN not know the moon? Does, does, is... Does the UN not know the mood controls the tides? Yes. And, and I'm guessing Poseidon is kind of like pulling at his collar like, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> they're calling my bluff. <laughs> I know. If you do that, I'll, I'll, I'll ruin those tides. <sighs> we don't think he can. We, we, we've learned that we can control the tides with nuclear winter and, and sea level rises. 
<laughs> Guys, you know this. We were just talking about it. <laughs> All right, Mr. Poseidon. Yeah. If you can destroy the tides or stop the tides, do your best. All right, then the tides... Okay. The tides will be, won't come back until 12 this uh, noon. We'll see about that. I imagine Poseidon just destroys the moon. Uh, I imagine he just knows how, you know, how the moon... He, he knows the tides. <laughs> like, he knows when the the moon's going to be over, directly overhead. If uh, there's one thing the man knows, it's tides. Yeah. And it's like... Argh. He, this has become like a 16th century. This is a Connecticut kid in uh, Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's court, you know, where they're just like, oh, he does control the tides. Yeah. Oh, that or it's like old witch burning things. Like, oh, if he can't, can, if he can control the tide, then he is a witch. <laughs> if he can't, then we'll drown him, making and ensure he's not a witch. Okay, guys, you you got me. Drown me. See what happens. It's not working, Steve. Uh, He's breathing quite comfortably. Yeah. Burn him! Ah, son of a... We can't light this guy on fire. He's too wet. Okay, okay, okay. What do you got? Dr drown him, but... In molasses. <laughs> hmm. Is there enough water and molasses for me to get yeah. out of this one? I figured it'd just be a... All right, all right. We can't drown him. We can't burn him. What else are we going to do? <laughs> Yeah, that did it. Yep, yeah, we that's got, the we one. Got <laughs> we got him. All right, that was easy enough. Yeah, everything's got a neck. <laughs> and then the oceans just dry up. Well, shit. Don't hey, remember we said we we got this. We're just gonna melt all of <laughs> all of the permafrost and refill the ocean. That could take decades. No. It, now with the powers of nuclear energy. That was awfully close there. Should we be concerned? <laughs> I could kind of hear the bomb. Oh, they my say teeth. If you can, they say if you hear the bomb, you're too close to the bomb. <laughs> oh, quiet. You're, you and your superstitions, Roy. Uh, me and my... There you go. Ding, ding. Oh, truth came out. Uh, where's all this hair coming from? <laughs> I know we're joking, but it would be a very interesting idea if, uh, that's an idea for a book. All of Earth's oceans disappear. Alright. That, that's a jumping off point. How do we- like, like, we just wake up one morning and the- Like, it's not like an event happened that we saw it disappear. Like, all of a sudden, for some reason, all of humanity around the world at the same time went to bed. Yeah. It doesn't matter what time. They just all fell asleep, and when they woke back up, the oceans were dry. Yep. And it was it was seemed it seemed so instantaneous that the, there's still fish flopping around. Exactly. Yeah. Now there's still obviously water in your own body. Yeah. Um, whatever reservoirs or anything like that, that like bottles of water, things like that, they are still there. Just so the oceans and lakes and things like that are gone. So anything that is a large body of water, yes, is is dried up. Everything that is a natural body of water has dried up. Man-made reservoirs still have the water. I don't okay. know why. They just do. And All right. this way we don't we don't die instantly. Like it's going to take us I'm assuming more than a day to figure this situation out. I, I think there are going to be instantaneous deaths. Yes. Not necessarily from uh 
dehydration, but I think from the water wars that are to yeah. follow. Like, as soon as there's no more water for everyone, there's going to be people shooting each other to get a get a case of water. Yes, that that is certainly going to happen. I 100% agree with you. That is going to be a big thing, but I want to know, how would you... How, how does this crisis even get solved? Is there an answer to this of uh, us getting the water back on Earth? Or is it just, that's it, no, it's over? Oh, that, the, the big question from here, uh, narratively, is where, where the water went. Um... As far as Nair, uh, went to the moon. So all the water is just teleported to the moon. If, if uh, like, the, the scientists look up at the moon and see all this roiling, boiling water of Earth's previous oceans up there at the moon. Yeah, it was, we'll just say it was a, a science experiment going wrong. All the water, who cares? All the water is just... It is in an inobtainable place. We can't get that specific water back. Okay, so let's say... Uh, the sun drank it. Got thirsty. Let's say, uh, for some reason, it's just out in the middle of space in the solar system somewhere. Just a frozen sphere of water that was once a part of our planet. Yes, that, that's fair. And uh, so what would we do? Uh, we might send missions to that to see if we can nudge it back. Well, that, that's true, but I was trying to... That's why I have it elsewhere. It's, like, very far away, because... So, it, it, we're, we're talking, like, the, the orbit of Saturn. Yeah. Like, ridiculously it, far away to in order to, to do anything about it yeah, quickly. Or, yeah, exactly. We, we're not going to be able to get there in whatever amount of days that we have. Okay. Uh, then, I, I think the first thing the government would do is probably... Uh, drill wells or try and find aquifers okay. and unless uh, the all the underground water has also been evaporated um that's a good I'm gonna say no okay because there is still a lot of uh a lot of water underground interesting like I, I think even even to uh even deeper areas like I I, I think they say it's possible for ice too to exist on Earth, huh. just uh, a lot deeper underground and under certain pressures. Mm -hmm. So that might be the, one of the first thing the government the government does is just start drilling for water. That be, uh, I guess that would be like that is a good response. I mean, that's the government's only response is yeah. All right, well, how can we drill our way out of this? You know, and I think there is also uh, also like a. I guess, for the lack of a better term, latent water, uh, still in, uh, still available in concrete. Even mm. though it's set, there's still water in that. So you might say, for for example, the Hoover Dam. Yeah. Uh, you might be able to extract water from the concrete there. In fact, I'm sure there's parts of the Hoover Dam that haven't set yet. Mm-hmm. That, that's kind of fascinating. It's interesting to think that in such a ridiculous scenario as all the Water, all man or all non-man-made water is gone. Yeah, uh, I guess no water's man-made, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, like oceans, lakes, rivers, all dried up instantaneously. It's good to know that, despite the water wars that will be w raging for yeah for days, uh, for weeks maybe, <laughs> before it all runs out, um, that there might be a like uh, wait, we might be able to find a way out of this, guys. <laughs> Well, uh, for a little bit, I I don't think that's a really a way out of it as much as a, all right. We might be able to 
tread water. Yeah. I yeah. no, I I think that's I think that's kind of uplifting. Um me, I mean, you have your science approach. That that's oh, of great. Yeah. And I think it's good. We need that. But it's not going to last us forever. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm guessing you're going your genie's lamp Genie's route. lamp, exactly. There's literally no other way out of this other than a genie's lamp. You know, like, yeah, we might be able to... Like, your plan is good because it extends our lives long enough for us to find the genie's lamp. Yeah. But it's not a permanent solution. We need a genie's lamp. That's just... That's all. That's all there is. Uh, okay. Or a leprechaun. Uh, it, that, that is a lot of resources taken away to uh, maybe be... T- put towards finding more places for water to exist, but yeah, maybe a, a genie's lamp or a leprechaun could fix this. Like, I don't know how a leprechaun would, but... Yeah, they, if you find them, they grant you a wish, I think. I don't think they do. <laughs> I think they, I think just, they just give you gold. Uh, yeah, I think they just give you their life savings. <laughs> That's gotta be a shitty thing, like, hey, I found you, give me your money! <laughs> and not uh, only that, like, why, why would you put it in a, in a very conspicuous place, like at the end of a rainbow? Uh, I guess they thought that, ah, there's no way, no way that anyone's gonna follow the rainbow all the way to the end. I mean, it's light, it's all it is. Yeah. How can they do this? Uh, if you, but you don't need to find it, you just need to find the leprechaun. And he'll take you. Yeah. He's, I, I they're, they're mortal, you can, you can threaten to shoot them. Listen, it's the rules, we found you. Like, we need, give us all the money you got on your person. Like, son of a... I don't know who writes these stupid Just rules. mugging mythical creatures. That is, it's funny because... That's all that is. Yeah, that, that's all that the leprechaun myth is, is like, hey, if you find him, he gets to give you your money. He gets to give you his money. Or you get to beat him up. Like, huh. I guess, yeah, what if the leprechaun just said, hey, I found you, I'm, I get I get all your gold now. No. No, 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 no. I found you. You give me your gold. Yeah. And because then you're you're kind of uh, put into a place where do you do you do you hit the leprechaun? You hit him? <laughs> like like there's this unspoken deal that he's not he, he's not really on board with. You gotta like, take him to like the council of mythological creatures, and that could take de- centuries. Like to, yeah, uh, you're on you're like that docket is full. Yeah, like oh sorry, unless there's something really really heinous going on, he's not honoring the gold giving. <laughs> All right, we shall convene of our top three judges. Mr. Claus, Mr. <laughs> Easter Bunny, Mr. Fairy, as in Tooth Fairy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> convene, convene. We must talk about this. Oh, wait. This is the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> oh, wait. So tell me. <laughs> I will listen to you. <laughs> You're all right, Mr. Fairy? I put my tongue on pizza. Oh, that'll happen. So go ahead and tell me, tell me your... Tell me your story, Mr. Mr. Britain. What about this? What am I involved? <laughs> Why I, am I in on this? Because I need to talk to someone. Mr. Smith, you found a leprechaun, and yeah. uh, he's. Tell me your side of this story. Yeah, I found the leprechaun. He won't give up his gold. <laughs> Please, attention, order, order. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, now we're gonna hear from Mr. Claus. I guess I'll be- Why am I in on this? I'm just- you're one of the, I, I'm, I'm a peer. You're one of the council's members. Do you have any questions, Mr. Claus? Why didn't he give him the gold as- uh, as stipulated. per stipulated <laughs> in section three, uh, uh, paragraph eight of the, uh, Rainbow Accord? 
you know, I don't want to. I'm the I'm the leprechaun, of course. I, of course. I don't want I, I don't want to give him my gold. It's my gold. Why should I have to give him all my gold every fucking time someone finds me? Well, it's uh, it's a part of the accord, sir. Hmm. All right, now we must hear. Do you have a question, Mister Bunny, Mister Eastert Bunny? That's his full name. East Dirt Bunny. Eastert. Do you have a question for either the leprechaun, the leprechaun? I always forget the voice. Either the leprechaun or the Mister Smith. The Eastert Bunny abstains. All right. So now we shall vote. It needs three of us, so it has to go either way. Mr. Uh, Fairy, what say you? I say that the, East, uh, that the leprechaun should give him the gold. All right, Mr. Claus. Uh, we think that the uh, accord is outdated and needs a uh, referendum. All right, Mr. Easter Bunny. The Eastern Bunny abstains. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a, it's, it's a kangaroo court. It causes like like all right now like there is so much shit that they have to get to like there are like the next thing on their docket was using magic to solve world hunger but yeah this you know this takes precedence so now they have to like all right the the council of <laughs> the council of mythological creatures yes. versus the Easter Bunny. Wait, uh -huh. they, they have to take the Easter Bunny to court in order to get him to take take a stance. Yes. <laughs> And he he's not gonna. Uh, this is unprecedented in any in any government. And then they uh, like as a as a a uh, like temporary. Um, the Easter Bunny has been replaced, you know, on this council by uh, Count Chocula. And look, I'm the adjudicator to this whole process. If you don't vote, they're going to force your hand and subpoena you. <laughs> All right, and then of course. Count Chocolate will abstain his vote. <laughs> and it becomes another... You know, <sighs> they needed an adjudicator for the adjudicator. And it becomes like now he's on trial so that we can get an answer on the Easter Bunny's trial so we can get an answer on the Leprechaun trial. <laughs> like, alright, so now we need a new adjudicator. So, once again, it is Santa Claus. It is... Yes. Uh, <laughs> it is the Tooth Fairy. Mm -hmm. And our new adjudicator... Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's a mythical creature. Yeah. <laughs> I must vote to abstain. <laughs> Son of and you and and Mr. Smith just sitting there like I don't even want the fucking gold anyway. <laughs> it's not about the gold. This is why it the, their backlog is a hundred. Yeah, I know. A robot must not convene on the. <laughs> Uh, on the, it becomes anti-robot legislation. Uh, yeah, it's like a robot must not convene on the on the laws of <laughs> biological creatures. Ah, yeah. yeah. So, well, right, we must determine this, and for this one, we actually need to bring the Easter Bunny back. Uh, Easter Bunny abstains. Son of a bitch! <laughs> fucking rabbit. So, uh, on that note. <laughs> Project Elf. Uh, a silly little movie uh, about, you know, from... I'm going to say... I, I say it a lot, but from a bygone era. Mm -hmm. uh, late 80s, early 90s. Uh, back when... Uh, comedy was in its transitionary era. Of, of what it'll eventually be. Rather than kind of 
tired topical jokes. No, that's what comedy is now. Uh, oh. oh. <laughs> no, that that was the transition. Uh, I'm gonna say it was fine. I liked it as a kid. As an adult, it's not great, but for made for TV movie, it's actually got a decent look to it. Like you know, it's got a budget behind it. I mean, there's not like big set pieces or anything. Uh, yeah, or actors. Well, there's one big actor. There's Ed Bagley Jr. He's in for literally 30 seconds. So Ed Bagley Jr. You know, he's an, he's an actor. But he uh, was the who's he, he play? He was the doctor in the very beginning of the movie that gets electrocuted. Thirty seconds. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. he was in the movie. But anyway, it's got one big actor, one okay actor, and then Ed Begley Jr. So it's not a you know that's not where the budget was. It was just you know it looks fine. It's it's fine. It's an all right movie. If you like Alf, you might like the movie. You'll probably enjoy Project Alf. It's just yeah. as equally as funny as the other Alf stuff. So. uh... I'm gonna give it four stars. I'll probably give it three because I was I didn't get into Elf as a youngster. That's fair. All right, I guess I'll do it though. Uh, take it easy, everybody. A toodaloo. That'll hold a little SOBs. <laughs>